Hi. It's Adele. And Zoe. And Welcome. Hang, hang on, hang on. It's not fair. You're getting all the good words. Let's, let's switch this around. Okay, all right. Whatever. Hi. Everybody. It's Adele. And Zoe. And this is Friends from, from A, A to Z. Z. Joey, Phoebe, Chandler, Monica, Ross, Rachel, to us that are phenomena, here is our confession, friends and obsession, that never passed, so we made a podcast. I'm Adele. I'm Zoe. And this is Friends from A to Z. Hi everyone, and thanks so much for listening to our podcast, Friends from A to Z. Zoe, it's pretty clear so far that we love Friends. We do. And we've made a podcast. We have. But what else can people expect? Well, we hope you are going to enjoy hearing us chat about each episode. We're going to dig into the detail. We're going to relive some of our funniest moments Mm -hmm. and throw in some trivia along the way. So one episode per podcast, starting with the pilot and all the way through to the very last one. Got it. And why are we doing this now? Because we have been such big fans for almost 25 years. We have. Uh, But it's interesting to watch something we know so well through new eyes. Uh, So we're going to pick out the things that strike us as unusual, some inappropriate things now, or some things that are just plain weird in 2018. Sounds good to me. And we really hope that you guys who are listening will join us for each episode. So please hit subscribe wherever you choose to listen. And you can join in on Twitter. So tweet us at friends from A to Z. And we'd really love to hear what you think. Shall we get started? Let's. So as we start talking about this episode, the one where Nana dies twice, Adele's going to kick us off with the episode in the form of a limerick, the epidemic, if you will. Here we go. All right. Nana Geller finds herself double dying. Monica's mum's not perfect, but she's trying. And though gay he's not, Chandler's insisting a lot that he totally could get him a Brian. Oh! (laughs) Trying, dying and Brian. (laughs) (laughs) There is some artistic license in that rhyme <laughs> no it's really good because those are the main points aren't they that she uh, nana is doing the double die double dying is a is a new expression you should like <laughs> should coin that double dying uh <laughs> just the one where nana double dies double dies <laughs> uh double dying and then you've got the um that yeah monica's mum is really there is doing a, a head in sweet moment between those two, though, isn't there? There is. Which is where that is coming She's from. She's trying. Yeah. Get rich or die trying. And then uh, Chandler and his... Yes. And uh, and how he's not gay. Everyone thinks he is, but he could get... I could get a Brian. I could still get a Brian. I wanted a Brian. I could get a Brian. Oh, very hey, good. Hey, Brian. <laughs> very good. Really good. Lovely. Right. Well, without further ado, then... Yeah. Let's have a chat about the one where Nana dies twice. So we'll start off by just refreshing our memories with what this episode, The One Where Nana Dies Twice, is all about. So IMDB, have a recap. Here it is. Monica and Ross mourn the loss of their grandmother. Chandler is shocked to find out that people think he is gay. Hmm. True, all true. All true, all good. Right, Netflix, which we know in the past has been a bit rubbish with how they have recapped the episode. So let's see about this one. 
Monica and Ross mourn the death of their grandmother. Snap. Chandler questions his sexuality. Hmm. Oh. Okay, two things. So last time, the one with the blackout, we noticed that the Netflix recap was pretty much the same, but changed a couple of words on the IMDb yep. one. This is the exact same thing. Yeah. Monica and Ross mourn the death of their grandmother. It's the Netflix one. It's uh, uh, They've changed the word loss to death. But also, this person is not is not watching the episode because Chandler does not question his sexuality. No, he does not. He is shocked to find out people are gay. Oh, Netflix. <laughs> you know, what, um, what, uh, what was I reading this thing recently about how uh, the people who do the, I think in America they call it closed captioning, but it's like subtitles for TV. Oh, right, yeah. And someone was like, oh, I'm a professional subtitler yeah. and here are the things I have to do. Great job. And That'd be really fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just get to watch TV all day yeah, and yeah. just write it down. Yeah. Um, and he said, but before anybody like, has a go at me, I don't do the Netflix one because I know that Netflix <gasps> subtitles are really? really bad. Yeah. And maybe, yeah, they just need to, uh, they need to up their game with the way they recap episodes and they subtitle episodes. I feel like there's, not a, good. there's a whole career for us at Netflix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We could write, really the epidemic could be the recap. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, <laughs> that's the best idea ever. Yeah. Oh, gonna send off my CV with some epidemic <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. So that's the recap, right? Let's talk about where this falls within the rankings of the season from yes, the scores. Yes. No surprise. Last episode was the one with the blackout, and yep. that was the first one that had featured in Ranker.com's top 100 yes. episodes. No surprise, really, to say this one does not. It's not in the top 100, so we're back in the we're back in the kind of mid mid to low part of the table, the second okay. part of the table. So for IMDb, the score is 8.2, which puts this episode in 19th position out of 24. Ooh. It ranks equally with a couple of other ones of season one so it ranks equally with the one with the sonogram at the end and the one where the monkey gets away okay so it's yeah it's bottom third it's a lower performer lowest but lower lower okay how is it for you yeah so i think i gave the one with the blackout was a kind of 8.7 from me this is a 7.7 so it's dropped a whole 10 points or one oh, point. Yeah. <laughs> Depending what scale. I'm using the about. decimal point. I see. I'm using the one that human beings use <laughs> when they do eight <laughs> minus one equals seven. <laughs> I mean eight minus one. Equals oh yeah. Eight point yeah. I'm using oh the one, I'm using the one that maths uses. Um right, anyway, yeah. So that that um anyway you look at it, it's lost some ground for yes. me versus Thanks. before. What yeah. about you? Recovering. Yeah. Actually my, my, it ranks for me exactly the same place as IMDB, so number nineteen. Out of twenty-four. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's it's got some good bits. Don't get me wrong. Yep. And certainly, I did chuckle. Yeah. Looking at this, it wasn't difficult to find places where I really laughed. But also, it's just a bit of a filler. Bit of a filler in a way. Um, and is that your main reason for it not having the spark? It's a it's a filler. Is it because it's not progressing the story, or is there something else in there? Not so funny. What what what's the um, what's your lack of sparkle for this one? What's my lack of sparkle what's your lack of mega markle for this one (laughs) (laughs) nice i just yeah it doesn't progress very much does it they are both of the storylines so you've got two main storylines here really which is of course the death of uh, monica and ross's grandmother and then the stuff that ensues from that so you've got some nice touching moments you've got some you've got some stuff here about the 
uh, uh, Monica and uh, Ross's childhood and stuff, which yeah. is quite sweet. That's quite nice. There is one little bit in this which we'll talk about later on, which I do really love. But it doesn't. Yeah, you don't really go anywhere with with the story very much. Yeah, and then the Chandler thing sits kind of all on its own as a completely isolated storyline. Um, yeah, it doesn't that, that doesn't ever recur or mean no. anything else, does it? So it, yeah, it's a bit of a filler episode. It recurs a little bit in that they mention it a few times again, don't they? But it's not a big no. It's not a big thing. Is it hard to do an episode of Friends, especially early on where they're still? establishing it is it is it hard to do an episode of a comedy about death uh i mean not necessarily in Does some it ways drag it down no. death can be but it, it's the treatment of it isn't it mm. so maybe this is a good topic then which yeah. is yeah how do they because they don't make <laughs> it's death funny yeah, yeah it's yeah. death funny i mean they make i think they deal with this very sensitively in a way it was quite brave, perhaps, to have Nana die mm. twice. So, so mm. what happens? How, mm. Why is it called Nana dies yeah. twice? What happens? Uh, uh, Nana dies and then she dies again. <laughs> she Thanks dies twice. For that insightful. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I can't get the job at Netflix recap with that kind of insight. But you get this build-up, don't you, of it actually being there's the yeah. they're all sitting down and they're reminiscing about Nana at the hospital. Yeah. So they've had this call yeah. to say Nana's ill in hospital, yeah. and they're sitting there reminiscing. It's very sweet talking about her how she used to steal the sweet and lows and all that kind of stuff, and the the sweets she had at the bottom of her handbag and all that yeah. kind of thing. It's very nice. Exactly the sort of thing that a family does do mm. when an elderly relative is perhaps nearing their end. And then there's a moment where the nurse comes out and, Mrs. Geller, and there's yeah. very slow music yeah. and they all slowly stand yeah. and you think, oh no, she's passed away and, it's... you know, this is it. And they're all sort of paying their respects. And then Monica and Ross go in together mm. and Monica sort of strokes Nana's hair and gives her a kiss. It looked like you were about to stroke my hair then. Yeah, I did nearly. <laughs> you nearly went, went for me, I yeah. Did, yeah. And then it. what's lovely is, you know, do you do this with Monica's character, do you do it with Ross's character? They pick Ross's character, which I think is partly from what you've been saying all along, that mm. he's so good at the physical mm. comedy. Mm. And he goes to give Nana the last kiss yep. he'll ever give yep. her on yep. her forehead and say his personal yep. quiet goodbye. Yeah. And she coughs. <laughs> and Ooh, yeah. Yeah, makes some sort of exclamation. Yeah. And Ross nearly has a heart attack. And it's very funny. It is It is actually a very funny moment. And do you know, so Monica, we've kind of said, especially in the pilot, she's the kind of more sort of straight man in this. She's the one that's kind of gluing this group together. Yeah. And she's a bit like, I am here for the narrative or yeah. the exposition of what's going on. Um, her reaction is hilarious to yeah. this. I think she's starting to get her comedy into the comedy swing of it. She corrupts herself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. Uh, I love two things about this. Uh, one is the response of the of the doctor or the nurse, whoever it is. Oh, yeah. Comes in, she's like, this almost never happens. I just think that's brilliant. And the other thing is that if you watch closely, Zoe, mm. when Monica is kissing Nana, right, she's clearly breathing. Oh, I saw that too. Yeah. That yeah. chest is going up and down yeah. as the lungs yeah, are yeah, filling yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. deflating. Yeah. That actress, though, is quite old. Pretty old and, and probably that, couldn't hold her breath. Yeah, it might have been quite uh, difficult. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. That is quite funny. <laughs> so if you do notice that, you're not so surprised that she coughs. So, that, so, that's so Nana, Nana is now officially dead. She twice. has gone. She's gone. She's died twice. And then that leads on to the, okay, uh, oh, this is actually quite a funny moment for me, is where they it leads on to this, um, they're sort of dressing her up for the... Oh, casket yeah. but but it's 
the way they're like really going, you know, this dress is just, and they go, um, you know, it's actually a closed casket. <laughs> like we still want her to look nice. And it's like, no one's going to see this. But they really, um, Monica and Ross's mum, and I guess the sister, the some sister, kind of yeah. aunt, yeah, uh, are really going to town this. And then Ross is in the cupboard. What would you call it? Closet, if you're American, they refer to it. Uh, Probably he, a walk-in wardrobe here. Yes, yeah, yeah, because he's actually in there and he's like uh, giving different things and he does this whole shoe man skit, yeah, which well, I don't know why it's so funny. I love it, it's great. It's it? so funny. I don't have anything in an evening shoe yeah, and yeah, a burgundy. Yeah, 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 but I have something in silver that might work, that may work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I've got something in the back. It was really funny. Again, I know I keep going on about this, but David Schwimmer's comedy timing with some of that stuff, he's so funny. He's so good. Yeah. Talking of the ante... Right. I like in the hospital. So you ne- you need this scenario where someone has to explain mm. what's gone on in, in the room. Okay. So she's obviously gone off to get a cup of tea or whatever. Yeah. And she comes back after Monica and Ross have, have come out of the room and Nana's died twice. And she's like, what happened? And the, the dad, uh, Mr. Geller, Jack Geller, is like... She may be dead, and she's she may have I've died. died. <laughs> and the auntie's like, she may have died, and he goes, "We're looking into it." <laughs> and actually, if Jack Geller could be my favourite friend, he can't because he's not one of the six. But he's so good in this oh, in this yeah. one, and he actually does my favourite joke of the episode, which we'll come back to a little bit later. All right, I okay. think he's great. So then they go off to the funeral. Yeah, and um, they. So this is, there is a, a moment here where Monica is talking to her mother because yeah. Mama Geller is saying that, oh, she was so, you know, and I could never do anything right and she was always so critical Which of me. Which kind of comes out when they're choosing the clothes as well, right? Because one of the reasons they won't oh, settle yeah, for yeah, the yeah. compromise of the silver yeah. shoes is like, yeah, she'd, she'd yeah. kill us if, yeah, yeah, yeah. if we sent her off looking yeah, like that. yeah. Um, so yeah, you get this sense that the gener- the history is repeating itself. Yeah, and so we know from this point. Have we even only met? I think Monica Ross's parents once before. Yeah, this. and and you weren't so keen because they were so heavy handed. They were pretty heavy handed. How cruel they are to Monica. But they had to do that, I suppose, because now here, this next episode on, it's like right, they've made the point that they're pretty cruel to Monica, and now here they are again, and she's doing the same thing. Do you know that um, Christina Pickles, who is the actress that plays? Monica's mother mm. got an Emmy nomination Judy. for Judy. Uh, got an Emmy nomination for this episode. Well, isn't that something? Yeah. And why do you think? At first, I thought that's weird because she's not in it very much, but she does play it very well. It's great. You like it? It's great. What that little like? interchange that you're referring to. Mm. I think it's a wonderful moment i think between monica and her mum my favorite bit of it so obviously you get you get this sense that you kind of understand judy geller a bit more you see where she's coming from because she's grown up being criticized her whole life and so she knows no other way really than to be and in fact it's her way of showing love for monica because she might say things like don't wear your hair behind your ears or don't wear your hair back she got big ears or whatever but what she's really saying is i want you to project your best self to the world and she's thinking she's helping by pointing out that that's not her best self and of course what she's really doing is crushing her self-confidence but you see this weird sort of uh, contradiction in what she's doing but what's really brilliant is the communication of what's not being said between Monica and her mum when Monica says if you could do it again would you tell her how difficult and you see and I think that's the Emmy winning 
or Emmy nomination right. moment, I see. you see Judy mm-hmm. get the message, mm. which is, if I say yes, mm. Monica is going to say something to me yeah. that I don't want to hear. Yeah. But she's already kind of said it through yeah. even just asking the question. And then you, it's really funny because she doesn't do it sensitively. She just, there's a wonderful pause and she just turns her head. I mean, nobody can see me, but you can. Yeah. She just turns her head and goes, no. Like, <laughs> it's such a final. Yeah. I, yeah. I know it. Yeah. You know yeah. it. Yeah. But we're not going to say it. And then yeah. she goes to take her hair from behind yeah. her ear and goes, those earrings look beautiful yeah. on you. And she goes, they're yours. Actually, actually they, they were Nana's. Oh, it actually brings a, a little. That is actually a pretty a little cute moment. Tears to my eye. Even just it's just nicer it. when everybody gets it gets along yeah and she's like it's mm. a wonder your mother is mm. such the life-affirming mm. person she is yeah. now immediately following this which yeah. is a you know a lovely change of energy yeah is my favorite joke of the episode okay so what's happened is that all the friends have gone along with moss and ronica moss and ronica <laughs> <laughs> moss and ronica are they the cousins <laughs> at the funeral <laughs> With Ross and Monica to the funeral for moral support. Yeah. And they don't, obviously, they don't even know uh, Nana. Mm-hmm. They remember her name, though, don't they? We know this. Oh, the name yeah. sticks for, yeah. for another episode. Mm-hmm. But they've gone along. And Joey is obviously not that chuffed about being there because there's yeah. a big uh, baseball match, football match, something on. <laughs> yeah, I don't Sports know what it is. Match. Could be basketball, could be something. And he's taken a Giants, secret. they mentioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Football. He's okay. taken a secret radio yep. and an earpiece. And when they get to the wake... He's standing in the corner trying to mind his own business, listening mm-hmm. to this game. And mm-hmm. Jack Geller comes mm-hmm. over. He's like, what you got there? Mm-hmm. And he thinks he's going to get told off. Mm-hmm. And actually Jack's like, mm-hmm. brilliant. Mm-hmm. And then it, uh, a lovely cut, passage of time. Oh. And all the men in the room are listening to this radio. And then you go to Monica and Judy and they have this conversation. What breaks the sort of poignancy of their conversation is a huge exclamation from this group of men <laughs> that the Giants, the New York Giants, have obviously lost the game. Yeah. And uh, Jack Geller, who is at the wake of the funeral of his mother-in-law, goes, well, now, now I'm, I'm depressed. depressed. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just think... He's... Even more than I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I think he's so He's so good in this yeah, episode he's anyway. He's brilliant in every episode. Yeah. And I love that he's like, I want to be buried at sea and all that stuff when he's talking to one. Yeah. So that's my favourite joke. Okay. And now I'm depressed because it's so insensitive. Yeah. But such a truth for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's now, not now depressed is, yeah, until yeah. that point. Yeah, he doesn't really he doesn't mind care. that much. Yeah. Um, we just missed out as well that actually, before that happens, they are walking through the graveyard and Ross falls into <laughs> an open grave. Yes, he does. Which is a, actually a very funny moment. And I was watching that again and... It's a very brutal fall. It is. Like, yeah. he really takes a, yeah. as they would say in wrestling, a bump. Like, he really, really takes a, a hard bump there. And it's quite unusual for friends to do such a kind of pratfall as well, isn't it? Like, it's such yeah. a fall into an open grave. Is, and they're know. outside, which yeah. as well looks weird, doesn't it? Because you're so yeah, used to them inside. Like, oh, happens. these are real people. They're outside. Yeah. Um, and he falls. And then it struck me that there is um, the same thing happens to Miranda. You know Miranda Hart in her TV yes. show Miranda? Yes. And to Dawn French in The Vicar of Dribbling. Yeah, but I think uh, she actually does it into an open grave. Oh, does she? In the same way. And whilst I thought it was very funny, it just reminded me, oh, actually, that's happened before. Yeah. Uh, so I think this was here first. So friends did mm. it best. So they have Ross usual. fall into a grave. Yeah. For what reason? So that he can get some drugs. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't throw himself into a grave. No. I mean, I mean, the writers have him fall into a grave. I think so yeah. that he can then take some painkilling drugs yes. so that he can then say to Rachel, I love you. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. 
I really like you. I don't think he says I love you, does he? He says, I like you the most. Oh, do you know who I like the most? You. And then he's like, you don't Don't get get it. it. Now, they filmed at that point, one, him going, so he said, I like you the most. And she's like, I like you the most. And he goes, no, I really love you. (gasps) Did they? They filmed that and then they thought, well, that's a bit too. You don't want that. That's a bit too much too early on. Yeah. So they changed it into a joke. Like, you don't get it. Oh, that's much better. Yeah, that's not how you really want to first hear Ross tell Rachel he loves her in this kind of drug stupor. And that would ruin the crystal duck moment. Yeah. Which is genius and we'll come to i mean later. i guess she would still have just kind of shrugged it off as he's high whatever no, but it would have it would have sowed a seed mm. with her that would have made her feel more awkward because yeah. she just wouldn't have known. you know she might have thought oh yeah you know he's completely yeah. doing what he's saying but it would have stuck with her we yeah. need her to be in the dark yeah. They, yeah i like you the most is fine little joke of it that's all right yeah now meanwhile on the other side of this uh funeral wake yep. wake yeah um is uh chandler trying to chat up this uh woman and um ross also the drugs (laughs) the drugs that he has taken (laughs) the drugs that he has taken uh has uh, also facilitates that he is able to then go up to chandler as he's just you know on the verge of chatting up this woman or making the conversion um goes and man you want to be gay you be gay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's really yes. funny so we haven't talked about this no this uh gay storyline at all yeah you know, it strikes me that in seven are we in seven episodes now eight episodes in eight i think we're on eight yeah pretty much every episode there has been some fairly uh reference to gay people or i guess because we've got the whole carol susan thing yeah like for eight episodes it's, it's a kind of continual theme that they now have moved on to chandler i wonder if that's because one of those top three head writers is gay and he's just putting it out there more and it's, it's, I would it's like to life think so. experiences yeah i'd like to think that it's because there was there's a responsibility right of mainstream television yeah. to role model and show um let's say less well established ah. storylines or ways of life of all sorts of different things you know and but normalize them do you think that they have taken that responsibility and done that well here. Mm. Yes, it's a, that was a question I was I was mm. going to ask you, but I will I will answer it. Yeah. So what you're referring to is that the second big kind of theme of this episode is that someone at Chandler's work, a female colleague at Chandler's work, offers to set him up on a date, and there is a misunderstanding where Chandler's very interested in that, and then as the colleague starts describing this potential date, she uses the pronoun he. And Chandler mm. is like, she's like, mm. he's cute, he's whatever. And he's, he's like, a he? He's a he. And so we realise that there's been a misunderstanding because this female colleague has just assumed that Chandler is gay and would be interested in going out with a guy. And that sets off for Chandler a kind of quest of, first of all, to check whether this is just an anomaly on behalf of this female colleague, which he very quickly finds out it is not because he finds out that his other female friends also thought he was gay when they first met him. But then trying to understand what it is about him. So what you're referring to, I think, Zoe, and, and it was, and for me, it is a, uh, it's a friends through a lens thing. Yeah. Partly because, <laughs> yes, that lens, lens descends. Is, lens descends. Partly because I think you just wouldn't have this as a storyline now. I just don't think you would have a character go, oh, someone thinks I'm gay. I wrestled with it quite a lot because I was thinking, how is Chandler responding to this? Are they saying that for Chandler, this is a detrimental thing or a worrying thing or an insulting thing is he taking this as some kind of oh my goodness me I don't want anyone to think that I actually think as the episode goes on 
that's not what they're doing. I think they come round to it. I think that he's genuinely like, but I'm not. So what is it about me that makes people think I am? Mm. I, I don't think I'm seeing signs that he's going, oh my God, that's terrible. Why would someone say that about mm. me? Mm. I think he's like, it's interesting that someone was trying to set me up on a date. Mm. I've got no issue with that. Mm. It's just why was that get date with a guy rather than a, a girl? Mm. So in the end, I've given them the benefit of the doubt. And as you say, it would be insane for one of the writers to be gay and be somehow pretending this is some kind of... Because I mentioned to you in another episode that they did this in Seinfeld mm. and George was like, mm. I think my mm. take on it was mm. he was much more distressed at the concept that somebody would think he wasn't heterosexual. Yeah. Whereas with Chandler, I feel like he was like, that's weird. People think I'm gay and I'm not. Yeah. And then, of course, what's funny is he starts almost behaving as if he is because he starts then looking at what kind of man he would want to go out with if he yeah. was gay. Yeah. Uh, which is making it another kind of layer of funny. So well, I don't, th- I think they did it well, although I think you do have to think about it quite a lot to see that. What did you think? Yeah, I think Jen. I think it's just about okay. I think it's just about positive. They, I mean, they do use words like "Why would you think I was?" Well, because you're smart and you're funny. So they're using very positive words about yes. someone but being still gay. Yeah. But I mean, he doesn't dress the, well. You've got, no, <laughs> I do have that balance. And when he says as well, he comes in. He says when everyone's all. Um, ready for the funeral he says don't we look nice all dressed up it's stuff like that isn't it like again it is a bit stereotypy isn't yeah. it to kind of say so i think that yeah that's true i think that if you were not thinking it through enough or you were extremely sensitive or had a massive politically correct head on you'd probably go red flag warning they're talking about him being gay and but actually thinking it through more carefully i don't think it, it it's it's he's not saying to be gay is a negative thing. He's just saying it's interesting you'd all think that. Yeah, and, and I, would, I would add two things to that. One is that never, they never suggest that he has other stereotypes, like, te- you know, really bad stereotypes. Yeah. Like they never say he's effeminate or, yeah. like, you know, any of those things. It's more, it, Like you say, it's more to do with perhaps his... his the, yeah, the kinds of comments he might make or, yeah, the fact he's that he's... He's got a quality. He's, funny, yeah, he's got a, a vague quality, mm. exactly. The second thing is, and this is the way I tried to make sense of it... If you reversed it, mm. so if this was Jack in Will and Grace, yeah. and somebody had assumed he was heterosexual, mm. I thought if you took this episode and you reversed it, it would still work. And so that to me oh, made me think that's very clever that it wasn't it. detrimental. Yeah. Because if you can do it the other way around, so to speak, <laughs> <laughs> then actually that suggests to me it's, it's not the point that he's gay. It's the point that it's the misunderstanding. Yes. It's the mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Factually yeah. incorrect. But okay. it's also brilliant. And it makes Chandler my best friend of this oh, episode. Oh, me too. Oh, great. Why is yeah. he your best friend in the episode? Um, I think mostly just the way he did it. At his, end at the, his line at the end as well, uh, the, the audience actually go absolutely nuts for this bit where he's like, I could get a Brian. I could get a Brian. Hi, Brian. Oh, it's Brian's so there. good. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Exactly. He's just he's he's uh, smashing uh, that. Yeah. Why, why is he so? So partly this storyline. Yeah. But there's also a bit earlier on which added to him being my best friend. <laughs> really. Which is when Chandler's my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they're talking about so uh, Ross and Monica are talking about their grandmother who's just passed away, and they say, "Oh, I feel like this is something like oh, you know, I feel like." Um, it's a weird feeling or something. And Phoebe says, well, maybe she's still here. 
and she's like after my mum died I always imagine her kind of and she's she's signaling oh, as if over her right shoulder mm-hmm. yeah that her mum is actually there and it just so happens that she's sitting with Chandler on her right and he's leaning forward oh. and as she does this He's completely silent, but he just backs away, like <laughs> as if he's somehow in the aura oh, of her God, mother, and he backs away. So funny. And yeah, I, I he he's, is so uh, funny. He's, I just think he's great. Friends are lens then. So the, uh, do you think that you would see this storyline now that oh, someone thinks they're gay? Do you think? I that don't think a... you'd find it on a program today. Yeah. I don't think they'd do it. But for the reasons we just discussed, I think I'm okay with it. Yeah. So that's... did you have anything else for friends who are? Well, yes, but it's um. It's not quite as fully formed as I would yeah. like. Right. You're looking like you've no. Well, I've got. I do have one, but it's a, it's it's a small one. And it's a bit a bit of a weird one. But you okay? Go, maybe it's the same. Maybe one. it's the same one. So yeah. this is not one that looks weird in the past. This is one that went on to influence the future. Oh, all right. So we that's had friend, my favorite. Actually. Yeah, we had friend zone uh, last one that f- this TV show created mm. that yeah. term. Yeah, this one is that. The colleague, I can't remember what his name is, but he's another colleague at Chandler's work where he has a conversation with him where this guy is like, no, I know you're not gay because he is gay himself. Right. And he's like, how do you know? And he goes, we have a kind of radar. Mm. And I'm like, oh, Oh, it's so close to saying gaydar. But I thought maybe, maybe... I mean, he uses the word oh, in such it, a way got it, got it, yeah. that it sounds like it's the first time anyone has suggested yeah. that perhaps gay people are able to tell. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I just wish someone had pushed that slightly further and they'd yeah. said gaydar. But I'm, I would bet mm. that it was the beginning. Yeah, that somebody saw that and took that. that. God, yeah. so that means like the word friend zone and gaydar has yeah. come out of the last two episodes. This is how influential yeah, yeah, yeah. this show I know, is. I know, we know that. What was your other mm. one? Okay, this is, oh, I feel weird saying it, but uh, so at the end, they're sitting on the couch yes. and yep. uh, they're looking at old photos of Ross and Monica and... Um, uh, Joey goes, oh, really excited. He's like, I got Monica naked. And oh, yeah. and it's like, he's getting excited. And everyone's like, let me see if they're getting excited about looking at a picture of a naked little girl. Yeah, I had not, <laughs> that hadn't occurred to me at all. And I just think, I don't think that that would happen today for those reasons that everybody's sort of hyper aware of. I don't know, that you I mean, don't get stuff like that I anymore. think it depends on her, not wanting to go into too much detail, but it probably depends on her age because i think if that's um if that's a baby picture you know like a naked baby running around a garden yeah. that's funny yeah if she's like 12 or something, <laughs> that's not not so funny yeah but yeah i, 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 I think it's just that joey that. found it because we know that joey's oh, a bit sleazy yeah. as well like why not have rachel and find he has it polaroids of naked pictures of them and he eats chicken while he looks at them so that's not good <laughs> what are you talking about that episode later on where oh. there's the polaroid of <laughs> okay. monica in there Oh, I see. Yeah, let's <laughs> just manga. clarify that otherwise. It sounds like something you do in your spare time. Now, two other things on that that little bit where they're looking yes. at the pictures. Yes, First one is that it gives us the first hint of how effeminate Ross was as a child. Because you get that, <laughs> but where they go, oh, I've got Monica naked. And then Ross is like, no, no, still, still me. me. I was just trying something. Yeah. Which gives you a kind of mental image that I don't really want to think yeah. about. But it refers, you know, it kind of then starts to trigger things like... Um, I am B, I I drink tea, won't you, won't you, won't you dance around with me? That, plus the mum tells the story of where he used to pull on his testicles so hard. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, there's all these things which we then find out about Ross later. And I was also a little bit like, why is it like, why is it 
funny that Ross used to behave like a girl. But anyway, that's a yeah. whole other thing. Yeah. But the other thing, and this is another one that it does, it's it's quite cheesy, but it really brings a tear to my eye. Uh, All the gang at Java Joe's. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Mm. Oh, you don't like I, it. Literally at the time watching it, I, I think I wrote the thing. Threw up in your mouth. Thick on treacle. Oh, was the, come on. Uh, thing. Like, Monica, when you they... look so much like your grandmother. Yeah, but they go, don't they look like a fun gang? And they all just and like look pause. at each other and touch each other. Oh, stop I like it. it. Oh, right. What I would love though is it was like The Shining where then you zoom in and it's Monica in the picture. Oh, there you go. You've taken that. You've taken the treacle off that. <laughs> <laughs> Put a whole sprinkle of crazy on it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so as we come to the end of this yeah. one then. Let's, Let's recap. Wrap it so, up. my best friend Chandler, your best friend Chandler. He, no, he's my best friend. No, he's my best friend. <laughs> yeah. Your best joke? Um, it's the sort of shoe man skit. Oh yeah, a particular bit of that. Oh, shoe man shoe. Uh, I have something in the silver that may work. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's really good. Funny. And mine is that. Now I'm depressed. Now I'm depressed. Okay. Yeah. So, and overall scores, we talked a little bit at the beginning, didn't we? Oh yes. yes I yes. said seven point seven, which we take as a whole one point away from 8.7 if we're doing maths in the conventional in way the standard way yeah i my score was higher than that but still low rankings overall low ranking, so 19 yeah. out of 24 yeah. so but we actually talked about I know, it we, are you gonna say something there's yeah. actually a lot of good in this episode isn't we've there? laughed quite a lot yeah. so you know I, you know but they're all good right they're all good of we course. love them all we, we do Right, so that's the end of the one where Nana dies twice. Don't forget you can subscribe wherever it is that you listen to our podcast. And you can tweet us at friends from A to Z because we would love to hear what you think. We really would. And we hope that you can join us next time. What are we talking about next time, Zoe? Well, there's an underdog and he's getting away next time. (gasps) What on earth is going to happen? We shall have to see. (laughs) That's our podcast. Thanks for listening to the end. Friends, from A to Z, we hope that you come back again. You've got a confession, and you share our obsession too. We'll be there for you.